know something, Dr. Grant? Billy was right. Technological developments have had as great an impact on our lives as these two idiots. Thought tells me you two are pretty good. Best in the company. Golly, I'm so impressed. You're talking about line of sight. Yeah, that's right, exactly. Welcome to Line of Sight. This is episode number 27 on March 17th, 2020. Happy St. Patrick's Day. My name is Adam. My name is Nathan. And this will have nothing to do with St. Patrick's Day. (laughs) No. We've just been uh, up to the gills in fan mail. Some just singing our praises, some with legitimate questions, and those questions need, need answering. They certainly do. Uh, <clears throat> first and foremost, our wives. <laughs> yeah, we're going to just jump right into it. <laughs> yeah. There's too many questions to delay yeah. us any further. But uh, I think your wife specifically had a question for us. Right. Uh, her question was, and I quote, how long is this charade going to last? <laughs> Meaning, how long is... Adam and I are going to keep this podcast going. So she thinks it's a joke. (laughs) Um, Uh, I tend to agree with her sometimes. Our tens of listeners (laughs) would beg to differ. Right. The people, the public demands it, that we continue to go. So we'll just ignore that. You don't, but we don't want to offend her because she is a, 10% 10% of the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for anyone who's a first-time listener, welcome. Uh, you're in for, I don't know if you call it a treat or not, but... Uh, you're in for something, that's for sure. You're in for a podcast. <clears throat> uh, usually, <laughs> I don't know who I'm talking to, but... <laughs> Usually we talk about movies, so these questions should generally be about movies. So um, we figured we'd start this podcast because there weren't any podcasts out there that had (laughs) two white males talking about movies, and we figured we'd fill that gap. You're white? (laughs) (laughs) Well... I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, apology accepted. So, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's see what's in. what's in the old mailbag. I think we can just go back and forth. Do you want to go first or second, or what do you want to do? Well, this one, this was kind of a, uh, not off the record, more of a personal conversation I was having with someone, and... Uh, we're actually just spitballing episodes, uh, episode ideas with a friend who, uh, we've, I've talked about having on as a guest in the future. 
hopefully we have uh, an episode lined up for him. My good friend Russ. And he was asking about uh, if there were any movies that we had ever walked out of the theater on. And I guess because we've, you more than I, have seen a lot of things in the theater. And yeah, so I I don't think we could fill a whole episode with something like that. Because honestly, I don't even know... I, if I've walked out of on the in the theater, I don't think I have. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I, I'm like I've left at the drive-in, but I don't feel that counts. Yeah, because it's not like I feel walked out of the theater is like I'm disgusted with this movie or this sucks. Yeah, I'm not wasting my time anymore. Leaving the drive-in is like. Okay, yeah, it's late. Yeah. I've seen the first one or two. It's like, I don't feel like this anymore. Uh, it's not the same disgust yeah, or that, something like that. That's what happened uh, this summer. We saw, I think when we saw Toy Story 4, it was that and then Aladdin. And we'd already seen Aladdin. Right. I just went to sleep in the back. <laughs> but then, like... Uh, my wife and daughter were watching Aladdin, and then at some point, it was like, "Okay, let's go home." <laughs> let's turn the headlights on the screen and yeah. go home. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. If I've paid money to see a movie, I'll stick to the end. I think, other than so, with the exception of home viewings. Right. There's been movie movies I've bought and haven't finished because yeah. I wasn't into it. Um, I'm, I can only think of one recently. Um, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson's Inherent Vice. Yep. I was just so bored and not into. Like I thought it was going to be this hilarious thing from the preview. I did not care about anything that was happening and got to a certain point and I forget if I actually paused it for a reason or if it was just like I gave up on it. Uh, either way, I didn't see the end and I don't feel like my life is any less rich for it. <laughs> I've not seen it, but yeah. No, it's uh, there's a few that I stop and then I have to go back and restart just because I've tend to fall asleep a lot <laughs> during movies. Oh, yeah, for sure I do, too. It's mostly because of the start time. Yeah. And then it's just If it's like, after 10 o'clock and I'm starting something, yeah. I'm probably going to fall asleep. And it's, Usually not if I've... If it's a first-time watch, I'm pretty good at staying awake because I am i don't know what's going to happen. If it's something I'm re-watching, I'm more likely to fall asleep. Right. And... Yeah, it's I'm so dumb because like I know that it's coming and like you get comfortable and like kind of lie down and it's like it's I'll I'll just shut my eyes for 5 seconds and yeah. you're out and you got to sit up. That's the one benefit like I have fallen asleep in the theater, but I feel like that I almost give myself into it where it's just like I'm done. I'm so tired, I'll just fall asleep. 
but sitting up is the way to watch a movie. Because, like, as soon as you're lying back in a uh, lazy boy or on the couch, it's just, like, if it's night out, it's, you're done. You're done. Yeah, I sit on the couch and have a footstool so my feet are up almost always. And then, yeah, more that I slouch and recline back <laughs> in, then the more likely I am to not make it to the end. Yeah. Uh so yeah but but i am pretty good at like i feel like i phase out for like 10 20 minutes and then i just get up and go to bed (laughs) recently at least no sometimes i'll be out for five or ten minutes and then i'm awake and i can make it to the end (laughs) i had my power nap sometimes i'll rewind depends on what i'm if it's the first time or not or there's the times where i miss like the last 20 minutes of the movie and um, or yeah, I I wake up, see the last five minutes, and it's like, okay, I don't know what just happened, and, I, and I'll just go back. But yeah, very rarely do I not see a whole movie, and definitely not in the theater. I yeah, I really do not recall a time I ever walked out. I'd have to really hate it. Yeah, I think I've walked out on, but not like. The trailers were still going. And I think it was for... It was for something during Christmas when it was packed. And then it was just like, I'm not sitting in the front. So, like, whatever movie it was, it was just like... There was like four of us or whatever. It's like, no one wants to see it that bad. That we're going to sit in the front row area. So it's just like, go back, get your money returned or whatever. But it wasn't... Hmm. Had nothing to do with the movie. I forget. Yeah, I forget if I've done that. I feel like I have. But I've also definitely sat through movies in the front row. Well, I think we saw... Or we Not together, but we happened to run into each other at the Transformers. Yeah, the second one. <laughs> yeah. and I think It was we pretty close. To the front. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely in the front section in one of those Cineplex yeah. standard movie theaters. And it was just... Well, it just made the movie that much more horrible. Although I remember walking out and thinking I could still tell what was going on on the screen. as More more so than the first one, even at that angle. Yeah, I've only seen it once. (laughs) I've seen... This is to my ever-dying shame. I have seen every single Transformer movie in the theater slash drive-in. So, but, and I've seen them all except the first one just once and <laughs> never again. And it's just like, I don't know why I do that to myself. And it's just like. What about Bumblebee? Well, Bumblebee's great. <laughs> Bumblebee's the, what E.T. should have been. <laughs> but no, Bumblebee's good. That doesn't count. It's Bumblebee. Yeah. Just thinking of the design of, like, the opening thing where, like, they actually look... Oh, yeah. Like, they're cartoon that, characters. That opening's amazing. Right. On Cybertron. Yeah. Yeah. And just to have them look like they should look. And it's not like they don't... They look like cartoons, but they still look re- photoreal. Right. Yeah. And it's just like... 
I don't, I'm not a huge Transformers guy. And like, you're telling me, oh, this is Starscream and this is this and this is that. You don't know that. Not from how they look in these other movies. It's just like, just because you've been told that. Yeah. It's dumb. No, they having uh, some semblance and connection to the originals. Yeah, you got to do that. All right, moving on. Uh, another question. Uh, hi, guys. I've been listening to your podcast since the beginning and was just wondering, who are your favorite modern actor and actresses working today? Keep the shows coming. Ricky in New Jersey. Nice. Well, hello, Ricky. Thank you for listening. Uh, it's weird. I don't know. I, I'll get on kicks of certain actors or actresses. And I, but I don't really think of anyone as like my favorite. Like I think in a, one episode where you're saying Jeff Goldblum might be. I think of, I would think he's like my favorite actor as a human being. Yeah. He's like one of my favorite people. <laughs> right. <laughs> but as far as like acting i don't think so i think he's falls in to the michael Sarah of like he's just that person That's, all the time yeah. like it's not like there is a variety a little bit but the, the like you see him on talk shows or like squeezing yeah. his fingers together and you watch the disney plus stuff yeah. and all this stuff it's just like that's who you are in real life and you're doing this in a movie so it's like yeah but i still love them yeah i'm trying to think if there's someone that it's like if they're in it i'm gonna see it i don't know if there's really there's no one that is true there's no one that's like if they're in it i'm gonna see it i'll give it a larger chance yeah i feel tom cruise would be that Whereas I will give it a chance, uh, but not yeah. that he's my favorite actor or anything like that. Uh, just I think Tom Cruise's output in the last five years is consistently watchable. Not not the greatest things ever, but it's just like yeah, he has a pretty good track record, even yeah. longer than that. Like All right. I want to say he doesn't make bad movies, but I'm sure there's some exceptions. I didn't well, care for The Mummy, but... I haven't seen The Mummy, but I did see Dra Jack Reacher 2. Never Stop, Never Coming Back, or whatever it's called. And it was atrocious. <laughs> it was okay. horrible. But, yeah. there's Yeah, he still has stinkers, but I'll give him a chance. No, I was thinking about this just looking through... Uh, different things and listening to other shows I would definitely say 100% favorite actor Tom Hardy because mm. like when we were talking about The Revenant and yeah. I was like I someone I was talking to recently hadn't seen it and it was just like you watch this and you tell me if Leo deserves an Oscar <laughs> or Tom Hardy and it's just there's no doubt and the variety that he does 
with yeah. like the Christopher Nolan. And it was funny because uh, I was listening to an older episodes of other podcasts and they're talking about like Tom Harding being cast as Bane. And one of the guys comments like, well, his face better not be covered up for the entire movie and like all these predictions. And it's like, it doesn't matter. He still has a presence and he's cool. I like him in Dunkirk. Uh, have you seen that movie Legend? No. And he plays a, like a twin. Twins, yeah. Yeah, so just just in that, it has his variety. Yeah. I like him in The Drop. I like him. You don't even register it, but like you just keep watching movies that he's in. And it's like, oh, he's in this and he's in that. And have you watched that one? Oh, I think it's just a guy's name. Bronson. Or Locke. It was on Netflix, and he's just driving oh, the whole time, and he's talking about pouring concrete. <laughs> you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's excellent. I think it's called Lock, or something like that. But it's just uh, it's excellent as well. I love him. Uh, yeah, Tom Hardy, no doubt. Yeah, I think, but he's not really like a star. Not, not he is a star, but it's not like. The new Brad Pitt movie, the new Leonardo DiCaprio movie, the new Tom Hardy movie. Like, is he the, I don't know. Is yeah, he the leading man? He kind of is, but what movie is he the number one actor in? Like, he's always kind of... Mad Max. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Maybe that's why I love him so much, too. See, you also forget about, like, the, uh, the amount... Yeah. He isn't quite a bit of stuff. Have you seen Venom? Yeah. I haven't seen that. I have a theory about why it did so well in theaters. I was going... What? The women? (laughs) Is he a draw for women? No. It was... I was uh, going to a lot of movies... Was that last summer or two summers ago? Two summers ago. Probably two. So, I was going to see a lot of movies, checking every week what's coming in theaters this week. Like, I went, like, probably four or five weeks in a row there. And then everything's, like, drying up around August, September. And it's just, like, there was, like, three or four weeks where there was nothing that I wanted to see. And then Venom came out, and I feel like that was exactly that. I feel I'm a good example of the average middle uh, demographic of 18 to 45 year old, I almost fit right in the middle. And it's like, there's been nothing for men to watch for the last three weeks. And it's just like, it came out, it was not horrible, but nothing special. And then it's just like, it did really well. And I don't think Mm. it's because of its quality at all. I think they just need that time slot again, (laughs) have a good run of nothing coming in theaters wait a month after all the big blockbusters and drop it. That's my theory. I should be a marketing executive. Oh, I'm sure they take that into consideration. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, yeah, you don't. Like, I remember Tina Fey joking. One of her movies came out the same day as The Force Awakens. And (laughs) she's just making fun of herself. Obviously, it's a different type of crowd but at the same time it's like star wars is every crowd like yeah yeah it was uh yeah there's you don't have a hope yeah but uh yeah and then as far as actresses 
100% Jessica Chastain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just watched for the first time. We'll get into it later, but uh, Tree of Life. Oh, okay. I, didn't know I think that's one of her first major films. And I think she's way better than Brad Pitt. Like, Brad Pitt's good. It's like, she's awesome in it. How do you like her? Saw her in The Help, seen her in Interstellar, a bunch of other stuff. Always. Is she in The Help or are you thinking of Bryce Dallas Howard? Are they both in it? I thought it was Bryce Dallas Howard in that. No, I think all three of them are. Like Emma Stone. Oh, okay. I haven't seen it, so that's Bryce like, Dallas Howard and Jessica Chastain. Because they kind of have the same face. Kind of. I can see how people can get confused. And what's Amy Adams and what's the other one? That people get confused with Amy Adams. I think the comedian one. She's uh, someone's wife. Borat's wife. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's Borat's her wife. Uh there are a few redheads that look yeah. the same. I um, yeah, I can understand a little bit with Bryce Dallas Howard, but like I feel like it's not that hard to distinguish no, them. But yeah, I, all I know of the help is like the poster and I probably saw clips when it came out, but yeah. Never saw it. Heard it was great. Also heard that it was not <laughs> it's not bad like it's could... just another like white people solve racism movie that's <laughs> what someone called it <laughs> well if anyone's gonna solve racism it's gonna be white people well if they're the racist they gotta solve themselves yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah no i like her she's it's i've mentioned it before but it seems like she's in my type of movie so it's yeah. just odd that's uh, one episode I had proposed was, maybe it doesn't fall in for you, but I was going to, uh, I wanted to do like a celebrity crushes. Right. And you were, you were against it, so what are we going to just say? She's hot, she's hot. <laughs> well, and it's not even that. Like, for me, usually, it is just like, we've talked about it before, Rachel McAdams is in a ton of movies that I really like. Right. And it's not even just because of her. Maybe she has a part in it that I yeah. like, but like, uh, I also don't necessarily watch things because she's in it. Right. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer is my other one, and Kristen Bell. Yeah, I don't I get love. that one. Well, I don't, for me, I, it's I. I, I, don't, like, I was introduced to her through Veronica Mars, which I love. See. I'm not even kidding. It's probably within the last two weeks that I knew that Veronica Mars was Kristen Bell. <laughs> Specifically, putting away Blu-rays, and my wife has bought that movie, yeah. and looking at the cover, I was like, oh, <laughs> I had no clue. <laughs> yeah, I love that show, and that's, yeah, where I started to like her and not that she's in a ton of things and not even like great things i just like her as a person yeah i don't know i i see that's my problem i probably won't like these people as people 
But that doesn't matter. They're excellent actors, I think, at least. Yeah. And otherwise, I don't know. Uh, Recently, I feel like I'm realizing how great Brad Pitt is. I'm not convinced. Like, no, he's got range. Does he? thing, I think. Where? He's in all sorts of things. Right, but okay, you look at last year, Ad Astra and How to Train Your Hollywood. What is it? <laughs> Once Upon a Time Once in Hollywood. It's <laughs> some question. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's not even a question. No. <laughs> Once, Once Upon, upon a time, time, dot, 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 in Hollywood. Oh, is it dot, dot, dot? Yeah. <laughs> that could make a difference on alphabetical. On yeah. Blu-ray collections. Uh True. I'm not against them, but like both of those performances are just like solemn, slow moving. I'm not against it. Well, that's one year, but like true romance versus, I know you haven't seen it, but like seven, like, yeah, they're like completely different or burn burn after reading. (laughs) I loved him in that. Like that's something that he's completely different. Like he's, I got to check I some more out. No, I like them. I'm just saying. Yeah. Moneyball. But yeah, I, he, he could be. Yeah, I feel he, like. The Reese, same character. I feel lot, like but, Moneyball. The, the Moneyball, the uh, Ad Astra, and the How to Train Your Hollywood. I don't know. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is like the slow, methodical Brad Pitt, which I think. Yeah. Have you seen Legends of the Fall? No. It's a good one. But I have seen A River Runs Through It. I haven't seen that. Yeah. That's one, for some reason, I remember that was in like, it was on my dad's dresser or like in his sock drawer for some reason. Like, <laughs> and it was sealed. It was like, was this supposed to be a gift? Like, I remember coming across it and I was like, it's unopened. So I guess I can't watch it. And I just put it back and never saw it again. <laughs> I remember when that movie came out, I believe, I assume it's when it came out, and my brother making the joke, I assume he didn't make this up, but I didn't hear it from anywhere else. It's like, a river runs through it. It's a story about your bed, saying that I pee the bed. Um, nice. <laughs> These are the type of jokes. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Uh moving right along here. Yeah. Let's see. Uh Okay, here's one. Hi Adam and Nathan. I I like that I'm first. Uh I recently Alphabetical. St- started dating a guy. Oh, now we're doing advice columns. I recently started dating a guy that claims his favorite movie is Fast 5 of the Fast and Furious franchise. What is a girl to do? I'm 38 and am getting pretty desperate. Should I just ignore this and accept my future children are going to have horrible tastes in movies? Has someone else's opinions ever shaped what you think of them? Help a girl out. Lucy in Palm Springs. Well, Lucy, um... I feel like that's a good thing sometimes, but it can backfire. 
What, what's a good thing? Having a difference in opinion on things. Right. Like, they say opposites attract and everything, but... Th- they say For it. me, it doesn't always work out because I feel like... Not that I'm blaming her, <laughs> but I have, Here a, we go. I have a lot of unwatched movies that my wife doesn't have any interest in seeing. So if we're watching something together, those are never going to be watched. So then I have to say, well, I'm watching this on my own. You watch something else or whatever. We're, we're splitting up for the night. Uh, so, but it's fine to have a difference of opinion and yeah, like you might have some things in common, but fast five favorite movie. I haven't seen it, so I can't judge it, but, uh, you can judge it. You can judge things from afar. You can I feel vibe, like, vibe it out. I, I feel like I have a, a, more of a problem with someone saying like expendables three is their favorite movie. <laughs> I think they're in the same category. I know, but for some reason, the the Fast and Furious franchise feels like it's been redeemed recently. But again, I haven't seen any of them, so I, who's to say? I've seen parts of a bunch. I have seen that they have one, I think, coming out this year Yeah. and next year. Do you have you seen the title for the 10th one? Oh, they're on 10? Uh no, I don't. 10 will be next year. I don't even remember this year. I don't remember either, but what is it? It is... Uh, oh, crap. It's a play on Buckle Up. Uh, I gotta look it up. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so was number 8 Fate of the Furious? And that was a play on that, like 8 Fate... F8. Uh, so nine. Furious nine. I don't know. The naming scheme of this whole. Like, imagine. I got it. Okay. <laughs> what is it? Fast 10, your seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> oh. Like. How long have they been waiting for that? <laughs> yeah. Like, someone came up with that a while ago. Yeah. Well, they for sure, they got it out there already. <laughs> they just like, guys, 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 listen, listen. I have the best title. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I think it's a problem. <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to give her hope, but you can dash those. <laughs> Lucy, run for the hills. Uh, no. Difference of opinion, that's fine. I think there's nothing wrong with someone uh, liking indie movies and some artsy movies, but uh, but then also at the same time loving Die Hard or something and having a wide range of uh, things they like. But when their favorite is total garbage, there's... Uh, I wouldn't say, yeah, there's no, you don't need to dump the guy or anything, but it does speak to a certain personality <laughs> if, Fast, if Fast and the Furious is your favorite movie. On the other hand, I do question sometimes people's brains <laughs> when 
they like certain movies or certain movies out of a series that, like, it's not... You don't have to hate it, but it's just, like... If you like the prequels, the Star Wars prequels, like, if you genuinely say those are good movies, there's something wrong with you. Like, <laughs> I, there are people. That I know. That. There's lots. Hey, there's lots of people that say Last Jedi is a, what, the their top three Star Wars. Yeah. So, there's some objective things. Like, if you want... Dumb and Dumber to be your number one movie of all time. That's fine. You don't need to have Citizen Kane up there. I'm not, I am, I think, very far removed from being a film snob. We will do our top 100 and I will not, <laughs> I will not be putting Citizen Kane or something like that on my number one. But it's just weird when people don't, uh, you don't have to like the same thing, but when something's objectively horrible, there's a problem. <laughs> I guess. Uh, again, I can't. Lucy, say. you're listening to us, so you obviously. She already has good taste. You already have that. great taste, so <laughs> your future children just pump them full of good quality movies. Toss if toss the fast five away give them some good beauty and the beast some original star wars some jurassic park anything from our childhood movies that still hold up today episode right <laughs> anything like that batman versus superman if they have finer tastes <laughs> fine is in <and> small <laughs> yeah uh. <laughs> yeah, if they if they need to expand themselves, there's always Ant Man and the Loss. <laughs> yeah, it's a superhero movie. Um, so one thing I'm gonna do since we're into it a little bit, I'm gonna open up the floor to Facebook, our Facebook listeners, followers. I'm gonna start a live video. And we'll see if we'll get any live questions. I gotta get my hair. <laughs> I don't know where I'm gonna put this though, but uh... so we're in number three there. Uh, dear line of sight, I've been listening since the beginning and just wondering how you guys watch movies. Do you give your full attention to a movie, or are you on your phone texting? And showing on Amazon. I think they meant shopping. <laughs> <laughs> I personally try to give a f give full attention to a film and get annoyed when my friends don't pay attention, then complain that the plot was too complicated. Thanks for the show, and I would love you guys to tackle this some of the early Disney. Fred in New York. Fred in New York. Okay. So, yeah, we were take, talking about falling asleep. Yeah. I I don't know. I do both. I am guilty of both. I will definitely be on my phone if I've seen the movie or if I'm bored. If, <laughs> so I'm, if, if I'm bored or if it's like, yeah, just like if I know this and just getting through this part and I don't like fast forwarding movies usually, like 
from scene to scene. But I will be in, uh, guilty of looking at Instagram or whatever. Movie theaters never touch the phone. No. Not even close. The worst I will do is if someone's texted me, texting me furiously, I might glance down with the brightness as low as it gets. I try to sit on the back row so I don't disturb people. And once in a while, I'll check the time just in uh, seeing if... Uh, I don't know. Sometimes I'll just check the uh, yeah, time to get a feel of how much longer this is going to be and uh, whatnot. But no, I, d- I definitely don't do that in the theater. Like in the theater, it's a more pure experience. Right. Lights are out. Focus is only on the screen. Maybe if someone's, if you're with someone, then you're making comments or whatever. Right. But uh, yeah, I try and keep, a theater experience as immersive as possible, but at home for sure I'm <laughs> doing whatever. Uh, but if it's something I'm really wanting to watch for the first time, I'll try and give it my full attention. Or if it's for the show yes. and I'm making notes and stuff. I feel like since starting the show, I've started to enjoy movies more than ever. Yeah. Yeah. Because just forcing myself, we have some ideas coming up to do, uh, there I am, uh, in all my glory, uh, have some ideas coming up of like comparison episodes and stuff. And it's like, I'm actually paying attention. Whereas I've seen these movies before, yeah. but I have oh, yeah. no recollection. Noticing things a lot more. Yeah. And picking looking things, things up, up and like, and stupid little details. I like following <laughs> like uh my stupid little hobby horse of uh like in Independence Day guessing oh yeah if the president's a Republican or a Democrat. So watching uh Deep Impact and figuring out if he's a Republican or Democrat. And there's indicators and there's no way I'm wrong. And I love like paying attention. But uh, do they say it? No, they don't say it, but okay. there's implications that it's it's not a hundred percent but it would be hard to argue otherwise uh yeah it's just stuff like that so plot things but then also specifically enjoying everything about the movie like the cinematography the characters and what they're actually doing and is this good acting or bad acting and i'm not a great judge on that all the time (laughs) but all that kind of stuff so yeah having the podcast makes me care more Mm -hmm. and something like yeah the most recent star wars the fact that like our episode there was like three and a half hours yeah I don't think I would have cared half as much. Well, I can I, talk about it stuff, but like, yeah. it's just like... I think like, we still would have talked for that long or longer maybe. about Star Wars. It's just like <laughs> you categorize things and you try to remember things and, oops. Uh, yeah, and you tr- you're always trying to find like a new hidden gem for someone else to sh- share it with yeah. and like trying to f- figure out personalities. Like I'm... Uh, want to have my aunt and uncle over to watch a movie and I'm asking my wife like what movie am I going to pick that will 
make them and not not because I remember like forcing someone to watch Feel the Dreams and they were not into it. And it's just like but I'm not crazy. Feel the Feel the <laughs> Dreams is universally pretty liked. But then yeah. like you don't want to overhype things and all this stuff. So it's just like trying to uh get better at uh getting vibes off people and satisfying them. But yeah, definitely. I, I, and that, another thing with the podcast is I feel like um, <clears throat> a lot of... Uh, I'll, I'll watch more or venture into things that I wouldn't... Not, not that I wouldn't otherwise, but I'll make some things a priority. First question from Facebook. Why is Nathan so fat? <laughs> Um, I just love food. We do have a bag of mini eggs. Oh, I didn't even realize that. If you want to dig in, <laughs> they're great value. So. Yeah, they are great value because they're like half the prices of the real ones. But they say product of England, and they have bad teeth, so they must know how to make candy. That's a good point. Um. Since I have food in my mouth, it's probably a good time to start talking. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, Adam and Nathan. I just saw Little Women. I assume they mean the movie and not midgets. And was wondering what you two guys would think of it. I share your love for Pride and Prejudice and appreciate that two men can love chick flicks as well as Disney princess movies. There's a question mark there, as well as Disney Princess movies. <laughs> <laughs> a quick Google search shows that there are six Little Women films, not including TV series. This got me to thinking if there are any movies that you would love to see remade with a new director and vision. Thanks, Ethel in Lucerne, Lucerne, Switzerland. Hmm. Um, that's surprising that there's so many Little Women films. Yeah, I've only They're seen mostly old, I guess, because I've seen like the '90s one. Yeah, I've seen the '90s one. I want to see this new one. So, I, to answer your question, I have not seen the new one. I plan Is on that part of the question. I plan on uh, buying it as soon as it's on Blu-ray. I will blind buy that. Oh, asked what we think of it. Yeah, I haven't seen the new one. But I like the other one, though. I love the other one. And I'm interested in probably getting one of the more famous older ones. Uh, just, I like that idea. I'm even interested in getting uh, some old Star is Born. Yeah. Ones. There's like two of those. Yeah. And like two old. Ones. I have the old True Grit. Still haven't watched it. So things like that. Yeah, it's hard to say what I'd want to be remade because usually it's like if you love a movie, you don't want it to change. Right. So it'd be more of a movie that. Has potential? Yeah, like has some potential that couldn't be realized at the time. Which I would assume with Little Women, it's like 
what wasn't achieved. Right. Or even Pride and Prejudice. Like, although I think the new one's good. Right. Was there actually something missing or did it do anything better? I don't know. Um, uh, I don't know. Did you I have, have anything? You... I have some thoughts, but I don't. It's not necessarily one thing. It's kind of uh, just thinking the new James Bond comes out this year. And that's pretty well 100% Daniel Craig's last one. Uh, every indication in that they've said that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I thought James Bond would be, they kind of just are all remakes. <laughs> like they're, like there's like probably like four or five different James Bond movies and they've just been remade 25 times. Uh, but I think what they should do is go back and make them a period piece. That would throw them off because they've always been progressing through time. But we should go back and put James Bond in the 60s. And we get away from cell phones again. And it makes it more cool and spy stuff. And just how things would be shot nowadays. But in like a 1960s uh, aesthetic or whatnot and just like it could be cool you could have cool villains again you could have the <laughs> not that you can't have them now but you could have the russians again and you could have all the stuff and it would be uh quite a bit of fun i think you could do a lot of movies like that where like i was just looking at my shelf like air force one but like remade for like 1952 <laughs> or something where it's just like have different types of movies just remade at different times. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking like Count of Monte Cristo. I don't think this would necessarily work, but could you modernize that kind of thing? Probably. And make it work. I'm hearing a few things. good things about the invisible woman or invisible man. man. Yeah. And people yeah. are saying that's good and yeah. that's, a remake or whatever. I haven't seen it, so I don't know. But, like, the premise. I, I think that it's probably quite different than the original. But having a good premise and modernizing it. So I think that would be interesting to take a wide variety of movies that are out there and change the time. Like, X-Men, I think... I don't think it's amazing, but first class, it's like, well, this is a kind of cool idea to change the time and it changes how things work. And I think spy movies and a lot of action movies are better when they get away from cell phones. Yeah. That's one thing today. <clears throat> I've seen lots of things about like if a certain movie was made today, like home alone, right? Exactly. Kid has a cell phone. They just call that and it's like, go to your aunt's house or go to the neighbors or whatever it is. Like right. just it's solved in a couple phone calls and the parents are home and on an Uber or something. Right. Like, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, but yeah, as far as, I don't know. I'm trying to think like, like if you could do old classics, like, I don't even own it. I've only seen it once, but like 12 Angry Men, 
or something? Could you do that now and like change the topic or something and have it good or like if you just look at like uh, like twelve angry people because it couldn't just be men. Well, that there. You, well, that's one thing where it would change the whole dynamic. I don't, I don't know if it would be good anymore, but like or. But yeah, Alfred it could Hitchcock be the same movies. sort of thing. There's a mystery, and it's in a contained juror's room or whatever they call right. that. Yeah, you could sort of remake that. Yeah, and you could maybe pull it off. I was thinking, just looking uh, for my love of uh, crawl, and I even liked uh, what was that shark one, The Shallows. Yeah, I was thinking. I wonder if you could make a good Tremors now. Like they are still making Tremors right. movies. Right. Yeah, they're still making, but like, <laughs> but yeah, do uh, like re- soft reboot or remake of the first one. Right. Kevin Bacon, he did like I think it was a pilot for a TV show in the past like five years. Oh really? And it was like him, same character, but coming back and. I, how could you do a TV show? It seems weird. I think it'd work, but yeah, uh, yeah, that'd be interesting. Um, a TV show? How are you going to do a TV show with Tremors? Kill one every week. <laughs> yeah. Well, or don't. <laughs> or don't. Whatever. <laughs> I think The Fugitive you could do again. Uh, yeah. And you could... Yeah, I'm not attached to that, so I'd be fine with them remaking that. <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking about that that word attached where people like I feel certain things are ruined. Like does Indiana Jones wreck Indiana Jones? Indiana Jones four, I mean. No. It doesn't wreck it. That's what people say to me. Whereas like you put them in separate categories. My problem is that is right, you are correct. But it's an ongoing story. So if you ever look at these as one big story, then it does wreck it. So, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, you can watch the first one and yeah, it's and, not ruined because like, the fourth one exists. But Spider-Man three with all the weird retconning. Yeah. It's just like, okay, now this is stupid. If this is one continuous story, especially when it's like the same writers, directors and stuff. Like I understand that you can kind of ignore when someone else comes in and takes over a franchise. But I I have a problem when uh, people jump into something else and it's like, no, this is completely, you've changed the essence of the original and what it means. And yeah, you've taken the guts out of it yeah um you haven't seen many of the disney remakes no are there any that you would have them remake i thought i remember in the 90s thinking it was a great idea to remake all of them uh like any that they haven't done that you think actually deserves a live action treatment or not even live action anymore. It's just photoreal CG. Mm, no. I don't think so. Like, 
especially ones that they haven't touched yet. Like there's, it's getting fewer you and think fewer. They'll get to a Snow White eventually, but they've already not they, but Snow White's been done twice in like the same year, right? And then one of them had a sequel too, a prequel, prequel, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> uh, I feel like Pinocchio is going to get one eventually. And that will and be that's been weird. Done. Yeah. By other people. I, maybe even Disney. There was one with Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, boy. I think. I don't remember it. But, uh, yeah. There's some there's some weird ones. Uh, like, I think you could do a good story. But, like, the thing is they're too wedded to, like fan service or whatever referencing the exact movie so like hook i think it's pretty good so you can do peter pan live action yeah but you don't have to like copy and what i've seen they're kind of just like you got to have bell in the blue dress right like it has to be like a real life version of the cartoon not just those stories a hundred percent those stories could be redone I think you could make a good Beauty and the Beast movie, but I think Arabian Nights, I think Aladdin could be probably an amazing movie, but change it completely. Like, yeah, yeah. like you, the genie could be a jerk. Like, I don't even know their original source, but like Arabian Nights is this famous piece of work right with all these stories in it i guarantee there's some guts in there that makes it actually worthwhile so like actual aladdin (laughs) like yeah and not remade disney's aladdin but yeah that's where um there are a few that they've done like maleficent is a reimagining right alice in wonderland isn't just Here's Disney's Alice in Wonderland, but Tim Burton doing it. Right. It's, like, completely different. Um, Dumbo, the first half is pretty much the Disney movie, but with some changes, and then it goes something, does something completely different. I think that one's one of the better ones. But, yeah, I'm not completely for it, but there's some that have some merit to them. Uh, hello to our live video viewers, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> if you have any questions, just, uh, throw them up there and we'll answer them. Um, one I had written down from Russ asking if, um, if Steven Spielberg had used Danny Elfman instead of John Williams. Do you think he'd have the same success he has had? Or would you feel the same about the the much beloved Jurassic Park or even Jaws? I think uh, Jaws is interesting because it's kind of just... There's not much to it, but it's pretty iconic. Right. But even with that, I think he uh, they're all like stolen from other classical pieces of music. 
So, like, everything is. Well, yeah. So so you just need to find the right person <laughs> knows what to steal from some old Austrian composer. Uh, I don't know. It does make a huge difference. But, like, Danny Elfman, James Horner, Hans Zimmer make amazing uh, scores. So... I think they could make a difference. Or I think it could work. Yeah. Like Jaws, I think... I think Jaws and Jurassic Park uh, don't rely on the music the same way Star Wars relies on the music. Right. Like, I think Jaws, you need to... I could imagine... Or even E.T. That relies heavily on the music parts. And, yeah, Danny Elfman... I don't know, like, maybe it's just because they have collaborated so many times, Alfman and Burton, and then Spielberg and John Williams, like, they just kind of go hand in hand, that's their styles, so it's weird to think of what it would be like with one on the other, like, or even, yeah, the vice versa, John Williams scoring Edward Scissorhands, or like... I'm sure he'd nail it. Probably. (laughs) But it would give it a whole new tone. Yeah, for sure. I just, like, for Jaws, I think you could make another menacing theme that would have been, like, I think the movie Well, yeah, thinking of, like, Batman. Right. It's got a pretty simple theme, and it's pretty dark, and I could almost see Jaws ending up being like that. Right. Like the... Yeah. What was Billy right about in Jurassic Park 3? <laughs> you don't even know the line. How can you be a fan if you don't know Billy was right? <laughs> what was he right about? I know the answer. and It's not like it's a good one. But there's a scene after they escape the atrium yeah. with the pterodactyls. And uh, the kid... or. Grant does a whole speech about, like, astronauts versus astronomers. And astronomers study from afar, but astronauts want to go into space and see and touch and whatever. And that's all Billy wanted to do, was be an astronaut, basically. That's what he says. And then there's, like, a good good minute that goes by, and the kid's like, you know what? Billy was right. (laughs) But it's like... It's an iconic line for <laughs> for us uh, fans of JP3. Yeah. Um, do you want to read the next one? Number five. Uh, hello, Line of Sight. Love the show. Going through a number of top ten films of the decade recently and The Social Network kept coming up on a lot of lists. Don't get me wrong, the movie is fine, but I just can't get behind the main character, Mark Zuckerberg. He's a complete a-hole. Do you guys ever have this trouble? Can you enjoy a movie if the main characters, character or characters are horrible? Uh, I sympathize with this question. I agree that... For certain movies, I don't like 
when people are horrible, but at the same time, I love The Godfather and Goodfellas and mob movies in general, and those people are more than horrible. They're murdering people and committing crimes and making a living off the backs of people suffering. Like, I love American Gangster, but Denzel Washington is destroying people's lives. <laughs> uh, but I still like him in it. And something like Taxi Driver. I have I understand Taxi Driver is a good movie, and it's a character study. And even the new Joker, right, which is yeah. similar, but it's just like, I don't like these guys. I don't yeah. like spending time with them. I like spending time with Henry Hill. <laughs> that type of thing. Where it's just like, I know they're bad. I like spending time with Darth Vader. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what the difference is. Or whatever. Yeah. No, I definitely have to like a character or the main characters to enjoy a movie. Like, I can't think of any that I actually hate. Unless, I don't know, I'm sure there's some that you are supposed to hate, but... Right, supposed to hate, but then do you like... I've seen Taxi Driver, I've seen Joker and The Social Network. I Yeah, I didn't really think The Social Network was that good. I mean, it's it's well made and everything, but like, I'm never going to watch it again. Really? I like it. I have it on my to-buy list. <laughs> have uh, you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it lots of times. Okay, well. I like it a lot. I'm just... It's... But he is a jerk. I don't know why that's okay to me. And other times it's not. I can understand that. Like, there's other... I think there was a recent movie. But, like, I give... Uh, I give credit to Marvel all their characters are pretty likable. Like, I think Thor only gets more likable as it goes on. Mm -hmm. Right? Whereas, well, I, I could see people having a problem with Superman. But like even these, Iron Man, you should hate him. Right. But he's the jerk in the best way. Like, he's yeah. a confident, but he's like a jerk with the golden heart or whatever yeah. the phrase is. At least like, he's funny. <laughs> and he'll do the right thing at the end. All the time. Yeah. Right? So, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's, I actually just watched Double Indemnity. I think that's what it's called. And it's about a man and a woman uh, conspiring to kill this woman's husband and get the insurance money. So they're pretty horrible people, but you kind of want them to succeed. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It does make a difference. I, I think that's my issue with Taxi Driver, where it's just like, I don't, I understand that's the point, but I don't like them. <laughs> and I don't want to like them, so I don't want to spend time with them. We had a... A message on our Gmail account. Oh, yeah. Line of sight pod at gmail.com. Might pause the video while I'm looking at it. It's from Andrew. 
Hi guys, big fan of your podcast, try to catch all of them. Enjoy your analysis of movies and pop culture, very insightful and funny. Especially enjoy Nathan's comments when he gets fired up on a topic. Question for you guys, do you think Hollywood is running out of new ideas for movies? What is with all the remakes? <laughs> Speaking of remakes. Yeah, there you go. Uh, will we ever see good classic news stories again? Also, how does Nathan stay so witty and smart? <laughs> he sounds like he really works out a lot as well. <laughs> well, that is true. I, uh, I watch what I eat and I try to exercise every day. <laughs> I, too, look at what I'm eating while I'm eating it. <laughs> uh, I think um, Hollywood obviously is a money-making machine, and they see these things are making money, so we're going to keep making those. Right. But there are still new stories out there to be told, and it's just that, yeah... We're in the age now, maybe with uh, streaming, with Netflix movies being made, that gives uh, an outlet for that sort of thing. So maybe we'll see more of that. Like, I feel like there have been a few more um, kind of original things, and then maybe they become a franchise. But uh, yeah, I. I do agree there. It's pretty much all the big stuff out there is franchise, s- sequels, remakes, reboots. Yeah, you see those memes where it's just like last year, you know, like, I don't know if it's photoshopped or not, but it'll be like Jumanji, Men in Black, uh, Lion King. Yeah. All the biggest movies. Well, even Disney alone. Right. And, like, it's just, like, that all came out last year. (laughs) And it's just, like, are we in 1994? Yeah. Yeah, that happens every so often that it's, like, yeah, there's a year they seem to pick. And it's, like, let's remake everything from that year. Yeah, and it's funny because, like, what we were talking about, we talked about Rocky. And, like, they're still pumping those out. Yeah. Like, in that... The Creed, like, this thing is still going. Star Wars is still going. Like, all this stuff from the 70s, right, is still going. (laughs) Yeah. Star Trek is still going. Like, uh, so, they are, uh, it is oversaturated. It is, uh, I wish there was nicer, nicer, uh, there was more variety of like one-off blockbusters that like you look at like now this is a bad one to say ghostbusters but like three years ago or however long there was only two ghostbusters and it's kind of like something like back to the future is still yeah hasn't been touched it's great and uh uh but like things that just sit there and aren't touched and they're good and like not that you can't remake them but uh there's there's something nice about that as well but my other thought is i've heard that there's like only seven stories 
Right? There's, should look yeah, this there's up. different kind, kinds of stories. But, like, there's the hero's journey. There's, That's like, the they're returning home. Yeah. Like, there's a basic plot lines and, like, everything from ancient Greek till whatever comes out this weekend in theaters falls into, like, these categories. So it's just, like, yeah, there's nothing really new under the sun. <laughs> but it can be done in a different way or right. different topic or yeah whatever. and filmed a different way and something special comes along like yeah I wonder if people thought this in 1998 and it's like this is before Harry Potter was a thing or Avatar was a thing or a bunch of other stuff so it's just like or Twilight. So, like, things can come along. It's just, maybe it's just my age, but there's nothing new that, like, you love. And everything. Yeah, I'm trying to think, is there something what What's in most, new. the newest franchise that you actually love? Franchise? Or does it have to be a franchise? Well, okay, what, movie that you love? Just, yeah. A new original movie. Original movie? That's the thing, though. Like, if something does really well, it does become a franchise. Right. Like John Wick. Yeah, exactly. Out of nowhere. It's big success. Make... Just keep making John Wicks. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> and uh, that's the thing. I would go back to, like, I was almost gonna say Mad Max, but obviously Mad Max... Yeah, is, that's old. That is old. But they did something new with it, right? So, yeah, you can, you just got to switch it up a bit. But, yeah, that's the other problem. Everyone wants that. I would say that's one of the problems in, like, everything is trying to be a franchise. Where, like, you look at the first Matrix, it's trying to be a franchise. Or, I mean, not. And then yeah. they, they go... And then it's just like, you guys were obviously not planning on this. Even like Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. First movie, fine on its own. Don't need anything else. Right. And then, yeah, they make two more that are direct sequels. Like, yeah. if the second one just ended, it wouldn't make any sense. You need the third one to finish that story. I hate those kinds of movies. And... But you love Even Back, to the, Back to the Future is guilty of that because the first one could just be its own. Yeah. They kind of set it up as like, oh, they're going off to have adventures, but then they make the sequel and it's like, no, that's going right into the next movie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Even, uh, well, they don't do it with a third one, but Incredibles 2, I like th- that sequel right. and how it picks up right where the other one ends. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is a shame that there isn't more like variety. I feel like it's nice. Uh, this year seems pretty weak what's coming out, but it is kind of nice that it seems like there's a tone down on superhero movies, maybe perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> like, probably on purpose yeah. trying to, there's still a few coming up though like yeah does but, 
Oh yeah, there's Wonder Woman, 1984. I think that's the only one I have any interest in. I'm interested in Eternals because I, I'm kind of it's done so with... like out there that you don't know anything. Like that was kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm sure it won't be the same tone or anything, but when that was coming out, I knew of them and I had maybe a couple comics, but like didn't know a ton, but just knowing James Gunn and the cast and how no one knew anything about them and we're like, what the heck is this? I knew from like this formula, I'm like, this is going to be a huge hit. Like this is the next Iron Man. And then it came out and it was huge. Like the soundtrack had a big part of that. Just all the characters and whatever. This one, it's like, is it going to do the same thing? Or are they trying to do that again with like an obscure group of characters? Right. Pretty huge cast. What's the cast? It's like Angelina Jolie, Selma Hayek, Indian guy whose name I forget. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just wondering if it's going to be comedic. I don't because know. Because Marvel yeah. is, pre- I feel like it's, it's been funny since the beginning. Like Iron Man's funny. Yeah. So they're just like, are they going to go away from that? I'm sure there'll be some humor. Yeah. I'm just so checked out. Like I feel like Endgame, I'm good. <laughs> I don't need any more. Yeah. Endgame <laughs> I got, I got 20 movies. I'm done. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I would say there is going to be some special things out there that we haven't seen yet. But, uh, like, a new John Wick or whatever. New everything. Movies that you remember fondly but don't hold up. I feel like we kind of covered that in... Maybe not fully, like, we're mostly talking about the ones that did hold up, but, uh, I don't, I can't really think everything I liked is good and holds up. (laughs) Yeah, you're delusional. (laughs) Uh, I would like to revisit a few things that I haven't seen in a while. Like... Robin Hood Men in Tights. Is that actually a good movie? Yeah. <laughs> I don't well, trust you. <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, like, I don't know. It's good. It's a spoof, so it's like dumb good, but right. I think it's hilarious. Uh, I'm trying to think. There's quite a few that... Uh, it's weird. I think it's harder... Because, like, when you were a kid, movies weren't so abundant. So you kind of, your parents yeah. only bought good movies. In, like, kind of. Like, I guess. <laughs> no, but, like, VHSs were pretty expensive. And, like, uh, so it's just, like, what movies did people have? Like, you had E.T. And you have Jurassic Park and Back to the Future. Like, you have the Spielberg ones. People have Indiana Jones and Star Wars. You know what I mean? Like, 
Yeah. So you don't have a ton of garbage. Everyone's raised on Disney movies. So it's just like there's a few of those that might not be as good as others. But uh, from our childhood episode, um, I know that some people would say like Labyrinth. Right. Which I never really watched um, when I was younger. I want to check that out. Goonies. Yeah. Like, those are ones I didn't watch till later. But, like, yeah, there's probably a few. I don't even know if you'd call them hidden gems because maybe they're not gems, but just movies that some people had that. Is the Sandlot amazing? It's good. Right. Like, some people might think it's amazing or a classic or. Whatever, like, I watched it fairly recently, and I thought it was good. Like, wasn't obnoxious, and the kids were good, and uh, James Earl Jones is good. Some of the things with the dog are, I don't know. It's it's good. It's fine. <laughs> it's not yeah, no, amazing, just, but like, well, that's I'm just trying to think of stuff that might not be as good as people think they are. Oh, here's a question. What was the first VHS that you spent your own money on? I don't... I can think of some of my first VHS. I don't know what the first would have been. I don't know if I've ever spent money (laughs) on VHS. just steal? No, but like... (laughs) VHS, like... Okay, I was... In that time, your parents would have been... I was 10 years old in 1996. Yeah. So I think we got a DVD player late 90s, like 98-ish. When were DVD players coming out? I distinctly remember seeing Lord of the Rings, Fellowship on the Rings for sale on VHS in Walmart and thinking, no, I'm going to... Wait and buy the DVD. <laughs> not wait, but like, yeah. I'm going to get the DVD. I'm not buying it on VHS. So, what, Lord of the Rings 2001. So I feel like 1999 is roughly DVD time. I can tell you how about this. I'll change your question to try to answer it. DVD? What's the first DVDs you bought? Planet of the Apes. Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes. I think it's the first one I bought myself yeah that's one of the first i know i recall buying and then just like sucking in all those extra features at double discs and like all those crazy menus just flying around or really crappy ones where it's just nothing on them it's just put this thing on dvd and get it out there yeah yeah Uh, no they had a lot of those but the planet of the apes i remember uh, you must have that somewhere uh, so that was probably my first DVD. Uh, I know one VHS that was definitely mine. Like I did own my own VHS, so I know I bought them, but like I, I'm having trouble distinguishing which ones were like my brothers and which ones are mine. Like me and my yeah. one brother shared a room, so I'm sure they're both on the same shelf. 
but one that was definitely mine because it was <laughs> pretty obscure was Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. Oh yeah, I I'm had on VHS. In... I think I still have it somewhere because why would you get rid of, it? of it? <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I know I had. I think yeah, like I, it's so hard. I, I, Jerry Maguire was in our house, but I don't know if that was mine or if I would have spent money on that. That's a weird thing that I would have spent money on if if it was. I have a weird feeling that I was there, and I think it was for sale at the Bay, of all places. Do you remember the Bay selling VHSs? This might not sure. be true. Maybe it was Sears. Yeah. Upper Canada Malls, Newmarket, Eaton's, perhaps one of those. I feel like it was in a big, uh, what do you call them? Kohl's. What is it? Department store type place where my dad bought me uh, Disney's Three Musketeers. Nice. And it was in a traditional Disney, big blocky, plastic, open uh, case. I have some vague memory of that. But uh, do you remember that store there? Like, I think there was, like, a purple cartoon guy. It was right bottom level of the mall uh, where the bay is now, uh, just outside the bay. And, like, they would have, like, N64 set up and different gaming systems there. And that actually, VHS, Star Wars... Special edition. It's probably the first one I yeah. had that I owned, but I don't think I think that was a my brother person. owned uh, the Star Wars THX oh, yeah? set, but like Star Wars Episode One might have been mine on VHS. Oh, I know I think another I do one. Have that Mystery on Men. I had Mystery Men. Okay. I think I remember buying myself. Yeah, I think I had. Uh, I think I had episode one on uh, VHS. Is that good enough for you, Russ? That wasn't his question. Oh. Um, but he cares. You all just uh, witnessed the infamous Nathan Yawn. Yeah. I don't know why I get so <laughs> tired from this show. Uh, I'm boring. Uh yeah, we're getting a hot discussion going now. Um, so that actually, that question about VHS was from my wife. Hers was Pocahontas, apparently. Nice. That she bought. And Russ was saying the used VHS wall at Blockbuster was his jam. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the thing. We didn't rent movies that much. And it was a big deal. But well, Jumbo yeah, video. Yeah, we did from Video Quest in Bradford. See, that's the thing. We lived in the country. So yeah. it was that much more of a deal to expect to return them on time and all this stuff <laughs> to drive them into town and stuff. Didn't so, like Schomburg have something? They might have. No, they did. They definitely had something on Main Street. And then they also there. had the uh, library where, yeah. Yeah, get things from the library over and over again. I remember rewatching multiple times. I probably watched it four or five times. Uh, 
the real Jurassic Park extra feature slash documentary. And it was like uh, this little short <laughs> video on like, would cloning actually be able to be possible? But it was connected to the movie somehow. I think James Earl Jones might have even narrated it. Huh. Weird. <laughs> Apparently they just found uh, some very intact dino DNA oh, recently. Yeah. That's good for them. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, what was I going to say? I was going to say um, from the library we had a few that we would repeatedly borrow. Right. There was one called um, The Mouse and the Motorcycle. Have you ever heard of this? No. I think it must have been a book, and they made it into three movies, I think. But it was on Netflix at one point, and that's one that's like doesn't really hold up. Um, it's okay. Like, kids would like it. And it's like, I think it's a hotel, maybe, that like some kid goes to. But it's like almost like a bed and breakfast, maybe. I forget if he's living there or just staying for a little while, but he has like a toy motorcycle and there's a mouse that lives there. And the mouse, when it gets on the motorcycle and it makes the motorcycle noise, it actually drives. So he's just like with his mouth. So it's like it's not a cartoon, it's a live action thing with like a stop motion mouse character. And loved it. Rented it all the time from the library. Sounds amazing. (laughs) Uh, I forget some of the other ones. We definitely got a bunch. There was one time we wanted to rent Disney's Three Musketeers. And we got some other version of the Musketeers. And it was black and white. Oh, yeah. At least I think it was Musketeers. Like, that's what we were definitely trying to get. We put this in. And Internet help us out i want to find this uh it opened with must have been d'artagnan walking to france or wherever he's going i guess he's in france already uh but he's just strolling down the road singing a song and to my recollection it went something like this (laughs) it was like wada 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 i hope you're feeling fine something to that effect at least that's what we would repeat over and over and over i don't know if that was actually what it was you could you should be able to find that i've tried really so uh just different versions of three musketeers yeah and just looking for like a musical version we i think we that's one we did turn off (laughs) we didn't watch all of that we were like what the heck yeah i want to see chris o'donnell who doesn't (laughs) uh yeah so Anyone in podcast land that knows anything about this, please let me know because I need to know if I'm crazy or not. And speaking of songs that we can't remember, things like that, this has nothing to do with movies, but talking about Russ, this is something else I want to put out to the internet. Uh, We were up late watching Saturday Night Live, like a rerun and I can't remember if it was actually on Saturday Night Live, the band playing, or there was this one channel that would just randomly play music videos in the middle of another program. 
and the song came on and it was so bizarre and we were like should we write this down so we remember it and it's like no this is so crazy we'll never forget it and then next morning it was like what was that song it's like no idea it's not it was just gone no (laughs) no and the uh the best that we can describe it is it went something like this i don't know the words but this is the melody or something it would go and that's actually what kind of that, how that's how the guy the sang second part there? Oh, okay, got it. yeah uh help us out <laughs> this is like an ongoing project for me to figure out it's it's getting even more faint in my mind but Anyways, that's uh, a quest for you all. Dear Adam or Nathan or whoever reads the emails, what is it with you guys in physical media? Get over it. It's dying if it's not dead already. Streaming and digital are the way to go. Way more user-friendly. I think in 10 years from now, you will regret dropping all that cash on items that will be essentially worthless. Having said that, <laughs> what <laughs> streaming services do you guys use and like? Loyal listener Kevin in Chicago. <laughs> McAllister? I would assume so. <laughs> um, I use my mom's Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> And I pay for Disney Plus. That's about it. I pay for Netflix and I pay for my brother's Netflix and my sister's Netflix. <laughs> uh, and I think we got everything almost. Uh, we have Amazon because it's not that much, I don't think. Well, is it with Prime? Yeah. So you get Prime. That's where it's like I might do that if I was ordering a lot. Yeah. Just get an extra streaming service. Like Amazon's the best. God bless Amazon <laughs> and all the people that work there. That Jeff Bezos. <laughs> what a guy. Uh, but like I find Amazon and Costco. It's like something you, you forget about them. Like that it's like you get your like certain products from certain stores and you forget other stores sell them. So it's just like Costco. There's like so many things because you're always getting like groceries and like certain things, but it's just like they sell hockey tape. They sell batteries and light bulbs that you forget about. Uh, They're like, they sell salt like winter (laughs) need to salt the driveway. Costco sells salt. Why? Or uh, I think they even sell in four, in a case of four, windshield wiper fluid. And it's like comes out like to two bucks a thing. And like I'm sure you can get that at like Home Depot or Canadian Tire too. But like it's amazing. There, I need a deodorant. Amazon. It's two dollars if you just add it on to another thing. Yeah. It's, it's like two fifty at Walmart it, though. 
you can't just order deodorant. Right. You but you have got, to add it on. You got to wait a little bit. But the, yeah. certain things like that, if yeah, it's not an emer- emergency. You can get deodorant at Costco too. Well, no, that's like the thing. a 10 pack. The only thing with Costco, sometimes they don't have the best. Uh, sometimes they switch brands and then they, I feel like, give it a month and they'll switch back because no one wants it. Like, I don't know if they're selling speed stick anymore. It's Old Spice. Yeah, I don't. I want Speed Stick. <laughs> I want that Ocean Surf Speed Stick. Whereas it smell like you just came out of the ocean. No, that's why people take showers when they <laughs> get out of the ocean. That's from Seinfeld. <laughs> Try to remember Costco and Amazon. <laughs> that's people need to. If you take anything away from this podcast, don't forget Costco and Amazon they exist. Need, they they need, need your money. Yeah. I don't want these Don't little, go to Costco for toilet paper right now because they don't have I any. feel like these... Actually, mom, they might by the time you're listening to this. I feel like mom and pop shops are running Costco and Amazon into the ground <laughs> yeah. and they need our help. But they are amazing. Uh, why was I talking about Amazon? We're talking about physical media oh yeah or so, streaming i guess yeah amazon prime is just like yeah we got it i uh i went on there the other day they have deep impact on there convenient <laughs> kind did of. you buy it yeah i bought it but it doesn't matter <laughs> i like it's just nice to know uh but so I have Amazon. They're pretty good. I feel like Netflix is actually getting better. The only problem with Netflix is like I've seen a ton of what I want to see. So like when it's like the hits, it's just like I've seen a lot of I these. I find with Netflix, I add anything I would watch right. to my list. And then it's like, what do I want to watch? And it's like, I don't even want to look at my list because there's too much. Yeah. I... Since starting to use my mom's account, it's not as bad. Like, I try not to put everything on it, but it's starting to grow because I don't watch it enough. But, uh, yeah, it's I try and just do, like, things I'm actually really looking forward to. I just don't like the... I wish I could sort it better because m- majority of the time it's like, what do I have time for? So if I could sort it by runtime, that would make my life so much easier because so many times it's like, okay, it's 10 o'clock. We need something that's two hours or under so that I'm going to bed at 12. And then it's like 15 minutes later, haven't decided, now it needs to be an hour and 45. (laughs) Or maybe there was something that it was like, this is a possibility, but it's like, no, now it's too late. But then sometimes it's like, screw it, we're putting this on, I'm going to bed late, I guess. No, Netflix is pretty good, but there are days where it's like, I I feel like canceling it. (laughs) Uh, Because when you go like a stretch without using it, but it is, the problem with all the streaming is it is very affordable. Like, if you, like, consider, uh, like, when you add them all up, then it's gets to be a problem. But, like, when signing up for Disney Plus, it was 90 bucks for a year. So it's just, like, 90 bucks. Like, you think of, like, going through Tim Hortons. It's 10 bucks when you're with two people. 
Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, that just paid for a month. Like, if you could, <laughs> uh, that type of mentality, like, where it's just like, and if you go to a movie, where are movies? 13 to $15 to $19 with 3D, AVX, all that crap. So it's just like, one movie or a two-month subscription. And that's if you're seeing it by yourself. Right. If it's like, if you're paying for two tickets, or if the kids are going yeah. three or four. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's Whereas, insane. Yeah, streaming services, anyone's watching. Yeah. And yeah, you think about if you bought one movie a month, right? would it be the same as the streaming services paying for those? The solution is, don't think about it. Just buy, buy, buy. <laughs> just keep going. Keep your head down. Just keep spending money. Uh, consume. Consume. <laughs> consume. <laughs> and what's the line? Uh, buy product. Get excited for next product. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Actually, yeah. Listening to Film Junk today, they were talking about a Jay watch something the day after purchasing it because he overspent on it. Right. So it's like, I had to have this yesterday. I better watch it today. <laughs> Otherwise it's going to sit there and it's just money. I'm just throwing away. Right. No, uh, I would have to say though, Kevin, I don't really, I'm kind of disappointed in Disney plus like when it was coming out, I would have to say I'm a pretty bad person at predicting things as far as this goes, because it was just like, oh, Netflix is going to not lose or anything here. But I was just thinking, like, Disney is buying a bunch of stuff up. They're going to take their stuff off Netflix. They own their own content, so they don't have to pay for that. So it's just like, this is going to be a real competition for Netflix, but it's just like, I, th I think they're going to do just fine. Disney Plus. The problem is everything that Disney has, it is very convenient, but everything that Disney has that I like, I own on physical media. So it's just like, a, it is purely a convenience thing. Instead of standing up and putting Empire Strikes Back, I can just click on it yeah but what version are you watching well that's the thing and eventually i assume they'll triple dip and send out their originals eventually on 4k hopefully well george lucas can't lo live that much longer that body can't, can't take it <laughs> uh yeah so i don't know i'm a little disappointed in disney plus it's not, I did the yearly thing and obviously I want to see Mandalorian, but like, I'm kind of out on Star Wars in general. <laughs> like, I was talking to my buddy Steve about it. You think of the movies, there's what, nine plus two, so 11 Star Wars official movies, right? I guess. Solo and Rogue. Are those the only two? Yeah. I guess, and then Mandalorian now. Right. But, so, as far as Star Wars movies, you got 11. Say 11, say, on average, it's longer, but 11 times two, two-hour movies, 
you got 22 hours of Star Wars movies. I would say, in reality, you got six to eight good hours <laughs> out of the 22. A third of Star Wars <laughs> is good. Yeah. 20, wait, 22 total? Well, if there's 11 movies, 22 hours. I'm saying approximately two hours a movie. It's longer than two hours a movie. I feel like, yeah, it's probably more than that. But No, it is. They're, well, yeah, like there's a lot the longer. first three, Force Awakens... Some could argue Rogue One. <laughs> parts of Rogue One, parts of Episode One. Well, no, exactly. Okay, so you got eight hours of... Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm just saying Star Wars... Battle for Endor? Is not that good. And that, like, you if you take the... Courage? Every, well, and <laughs> Jurassic Park's turned into this, too. Every franchise, that's the thing. Every franchise has turned into the heart. The meat of it is crap. And it's only the first couple that are any good and worth watching. Um, a couple of questions and one comment. But he was talking about physical media. We'll yes. do a whole episode so, on that. Okay. Brenda says, sometimes the places you stream from don't have everything or they take things away over time. For sure. I like the physical media. That is one thing. I'll think that. I'll say it's it works both ways, but it's like um, I'll watch it on Netflix and then buy it. Or I'll see it for sale and say, it's on Netflix. I don't need to buy it. And then it's gone. Or it's not on Netflix, so I buy something, and then as soon as I bought it, then it appears on Netflix. That happens a lot, too. Yeah, no. The internet's going to go down, and Kevin, you're going to come crawling back to us, begging to watch a movie, and we're going to have all the movies. Yeah. Uh, but there's something... Like, they are getting better with the extra features, but I like my extra features a lot. And just having them, and it feels, it's more, it's also collecting, it's doing something. I am excited, Criterion Channel is out. Collecting. Uh, but once I'm in the process of Finishing my basement, so once I get my TV set up down there properly, I'm going to probably subscribe to that because there is a lot of Criterion movies that I want to see, but I don't know if I would want to own them. Like, I would like to own them if money was no object, but it's just like, am I going to drop 40, 50 bucks on a movie that I've never seen? Yeah, I was looking at that. Cinema One place and their right. Criterion section, they're expensive. Oh, they're very expensive. And the thing is, they'll have uh, 50% off sales. So, like, the best you'll get is like 20, 25 bucks yeah. a movie. But I will praise Criterion. And, like, if you care about what your movie looks like, like, they remaster it. It looks amazing. It's on Blu ray, nice and clear. They're probably going to jump to 4K soon. So they do it that professionally. And then they have a ton of extra features on it. Like a ton. 
commentaries, little booklets and some of them with written up essays. So like you can buy different versions of Criterion movies. Like you can do the Criterion movie or sometimes you'll have the uh, the rights will lapse and go to another thing and you can get the same movie for $7. But then it's just a plain Jane movie. But <coughs> I know this isn't every studio, but like Universal has been doing good restorations of oh, yeah. old stuff like Jaws and E.T., and I haven't seen, like, I have the Blu-ray for Jurassic Park. I'm assuming that was a proper restoration. I don't know. I That's the one I haven't really read anything about. But, like, there's whole features, especially on the Jaws one. I know it's, like, there's, like, a 30-minute video about them restoring it. Okay. It's awesome. Uh, and I'm pretty sure they did the same for E.T. Yeah. No, I like... Yeah, I'm excited to go get the Criterion channel uh, just because there's a lot on there. And they don't have, that's the other thing, they don't have all their stuff on there either. So there's stuff that comes and goes. Comes and goes. But like, I have, I'm, I'm willing to spend some money on something special. Like, and if it has a bunch of extra features and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I don't want to just buy garbage or whatever. I could see myself getting the channel, watching something, and then going and buying it later. We'll do a whole episode on physical media. Though. Oh, yeah. I love it. This podcast has only made me love it more. Yeah. And I feel like it is going away. Like, Best Buy, you used to walk in, and it was the first thing you saw. Like the new releases, yeah. and they had rows and rows of Blu-rays and DVDs and all this stuff. And now it's like one row. It's also partially because of shopping habits in that people buy stuff online. So right. there's a lot more selection online for Best Buy right. than if you walk in the store. But that's part of the charm of physical media is digging through a the, bin of $5 the, DVDs the hunt, looking for something. Finding yeah. something out in the wild. The thrill of the hunt. For sure. So I wish there was more of that, but I do think uh, it's not the exact same thing, but I think it's similar to like vinyl where it'll be yeah. like niche stores. There's a ton of, like I don't think Criterion's hurting there's all these like Scream Factory and like Arrow and all these like niche little uh, publishers or whatever you call them boutique boutique labels yeah. uh, that will like vinyl exist and it does fine yeah. and it, it's not what it was but it has a market it has a market and I think movies will be the same well where. And, like, digital, I'm fine with the idea of it. It's just, like, I still don't believe... Like, things like that have... People have lost things on iTunes, even. Where it's, like, we don't own that anymore. Or don't... And it's just, like... you. It just feels tangible. It's, like, I own... <laughs> I own Frozen. <laughs> And only Disney Plus can give it to everyone else, too. But, no. Uh, 
yeah, obscure things and actually finding things that aren't on digital as well. When you go deep dives and find old movies that are great. Yeah. Physical media forever. Yes. That's just scratching the surface. We will definitely do a whole episode. Hoping to get a uh, special guest on that episode. Bring in an expert. Yes, for sure. Um, so, a <laughs> couple other questions. Movie scenes that would be improved by brandy drinking. <laughs> this is another one from Ross. <laughs> and this is something that I don't... If he's still listening or viewing, he can chime in. Uh, there was one movie where someone's standing somewhere, and I don't know if their hand is actually like this. But both of us thought, like, he should be holding a glass of brandy. Like, it would just look cool. So it's like, we started saying, so-and-so should be holding a glass of brandy in that scene. So. <laughs> it's, it's, I agree. I think there should be more vices in movies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, watching Deep Impact, the amount of people, it's not crazy, but, like, there's a couple people smoking in it. And the... The person going to, like, their little thing of booze, when all the booze is in the glass, what do you call them? Bar? Yeah, but what do you call the glass? Like, where they get it from the bottom, but they put it in, like, this nice fancy oh, glass. Oh, decanter? Sure. <laughs> yes, I, I have one. <laughs> but, but, yeah, that type of, like... And handing it to the guy and all this yeah, stuff. That should be in more classy. movies. Yeah. For uh, sure. I love Mad Men for that. They're I have honestly and... watched one episode of Mad Men. Mad Men. No, the first episode is Mad Men, and then they just go from there. Um, <laughs> this is from Aaron. Do you usually put the snacks in a bowl before you record, or do you edit out the bag sound in post? <laughs> we don't usually eat snacks, so... Usually we have one of those things that you slap on a horse's face. That you just <laughs> feed bag. A feed bag that you just chow down, and just... When the other guy's talking, we mute each other. I thought it was more of a... Like a hamster bottle. <laughs> right. We just suck it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but then he says, JK, great show, guys. And that's what I will take away from that is we're great. <laughs> yeah. And Brenda says that shelf drives her OCD crazy. Well, she can come and alphabetize <laughs> it when I get a new shelf and have enough space for everything. Yes. When you I dread that. I dread. It's going to take me like all day to alphabetize. I guess. It takes starting from scratch. Well, it is. Everything's yeah. random. There's like very little organized. But I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it won't take that bad. You just start. Start throwing things. Yeah, in. it's, I don't know. Maybe not all day, but it'll be a good chunk of time. Well, thanks 
for those that did send in messages. We appreciate that, and uh, you can keep them coming. We'll just collect them for a future episode. Go to our Facebook page to see the live video that will be uploaded. Not live. <laughs> you can see uh, just how we're just two uh, casual dudes hanging out see Nathan's chaotic shelf. I was actually thinking it looks quite good compared to what it usually well, looks no, like. Well, no, yeah, for sure. Like, um, usually you've got it all up on the shelf, at least. <laughs> usually in diaper boxes on the floor. <laughs> so, I mean, from a squared perspective, yes, they're all sitting on a shelf and sort of lined up but uh as far as and dvds are with dvds and blu-rays with blu-rays are they oh yeah you don't mix media i feel like there's some taller ones well there's that's on the to watch pile oh, those okay. don't count okay yes uh again we'll get into our organization and physical media episode feel like that's going to be a long one. Oh, I can't wait. I can talk about that and listen to that <laughs> all day. So, yeah. Carve out a, an afternoon and an evening for that one. <laughs> I'll have a two-parter. I'll have to have an intermission. Yeah. Thanks again for joining us and participating. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.